Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Minute Maid slushies are back at McDonald's. And if you'd like to thank me for that information, I'll gladly take a slushie. It's more than a drink. It's a McDonald's drink. Right now, treat yourself to a small Minute Maid slushie, like the new strawberry watermelon flavor for $1.59. Or try small McCafe frappes and smoothies for just 2 bucks. Price and participation may vary. Limited time only. Minute Maid is a trademark of the Coca-Cola Company. You know, we talked about on this podcast as far as what's been going on with, you know, people having to stay at home, which is, I would say, is a good thing. But you have all these laws and orders going on and, you know, and they're making it mandatory and to the point to where it kind of sounds like this. You're stealing right to jail. You're playing music too loud, right to jail, right away. You're driving too fast, jail. Slow, jail. You're charging too high prices for uh, sweaters, glasses. You right to jail. You undercook fish, believe it or not, jail. You overcook chicken, also jail. Undercook, overcook. You make an appointment with a dentist and you don't show up, believe it or not, jail, right away. Highways of America. Here's the podcast where we talk politics, a little entertainment, some culture, and this and that from the road to your ears. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. And welcome to another episode of Trend Chat. I am your host, Brian Bledsoe, and if you want to connect with us, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok. It's all the same name at TrendChat247. So, um, yeah, I know that was, um, it was funny, but not really, you know, kind of like what I put on social media a couple of days ago because um, <laughs> it it's starting to sound like that. It's starting to get that way across the country. Um, with some of these um, orders to like I said it's making it mandatory and with threat of jail <laughs> and again like I said staying at home out I, I, I said it's, it's the best thing to do it's um it's what we should do but that should not be mandatory and especially not on the threat of going to jail which is 
when I hear about, and maybe it's not even going to jail. It's, um, imposing a fine or something like that. Either, either way. Cause if, if anyone is talking about taking someone to jail, it's kind of funny because at the same time you have cities across the country that are releasing prisoners. So what's up with that? You're going to release prisoners who violated current law. And then you're going to put people who have violated this new law (laughs) and a law that's, you know, I couldn't just imagine after all this is over, all the lawsuits that's going to come out from all this overreach, you know, from all these cities. Cause yeah, it's going to, there are going to be some cases out there. I can, I can almost guarantee that. But, um, again, like I said, I think, you know, what we're doing as far as social distancing and staying at home and not going out if you don't have to and all that, uh, I think that's a good thing, but I also think it shouldn't be, um, a mandate either. But that being said, because I have to make sure I keep saying that because it makes it seem like the way I'm talking and then people will maybe make the assumption that, oh, well, you must don't think the, this is real or that it's not as serious um, with everything going on. No, I, I believe it's serious. But I also don't think because of that, that we should just give up and, you know, our our rights and if you want to give up your rights voluntarily that's all on you if that's what you want to do great but everyone shouldn't be subject to having their freedoms you know taken away want to be stupid and and not i'm not talking about this but just in general if you want to do something that's going to hurt yourself and and put yourself at risk Okay. Well, that's on you. But um that's your right to do it actually. So Now, that being said, talking about this COVID-19, the coronavirus, the Chinese virus, the Wu flu or whatever. All of that I will, you know, the virus is real, but here's a but to that. There's there's also an agenda that is going, that is being pushed through with all this as well. And that's no denying that. I mean, this whole pandemic, this whole situation that is going on, this is like, this is for the Democrats. This is what they, this is situation right here has given them what they want. <laughs> An environment where they can, Use the power of the government to seize total control of our lives. And a lot of us are not even going to put up a fight about it because we're scared. <laughs> and, and so this is like a dream scenario for them. I mean, with all these new orders, most of these orders are talking about as far as, um, whether they're talking about releasing prisoners and stuff like that coming from Democrats for the most part. And I mean, all these orders they're implementing, regardless of the constitution, 
I mean, who's going to pay attention? So, except for instance, after all this is over, right? They they have implemented all these orders, all these directives, or whatever you want to call them. And what what are we going to do when it's all over with? Because they've you know made these laws, right, or orders, or whatever. Is anybody going to pay attention after this is over? And see if they're going to rescind any of these things. Or if they're just going to maybe not rescind them, but they're just going to not enforce it, but have it in their back pocket to use again. Is anyone going to really be paying attention after this is over to make sure that, that those emergency powers that they're calling them now, that they're not just going to use them in any normal situation? Probably not, because we're going to be so happy when it's over. We're going to be, you know, focus on going back to work and, you know, making up the money that we lost in the past couple of months and all that. So we're not going to be really focused on if they, you know, rescinded those orders and have uh, and are not doing anything nefarious. Oh, uh, with the things with the new powers that we have just basically allowed them to have. But with that, I think it's there's one thing in all this. I've mentioned about the prisoners. I've mentioned about, you know, um, all the other things as far as uh, with these new laws. But the one thing out of all of this, and I just think it's disgusting. And I dare I say demonic is you have the same people who are not only trying to restrict your right to bear arms they're they don't want you to have your guns either at this time while at the same time releasing prisoners into the streets these same people have the audacity in the name of public safety they'll say to do all of this and at the same time fight to keep children to be murdered at the hands of these abortion clinics and to try to fight to keep them open. That, that's the one part of this is just, I mean, I can't say I am like shocked by it. It is just disgusting to think about and it just, it just goes to how far that they believe in wanting to make sure I mean for one anyone that's been listening to this podcast you know how much I am for abolishing abortion every day but at this particular time they can't even take time off during this pandemic from killing children from allowing abortions they can't even take a they don't want to take a day off. <laughs> and as I mentioned, I think in the last episode, at this point, we're uh, we're over 10,000 in this country as far as um, who has died from um, from coronavirus. And with that number, I, I know I mentioned in the last episode, I think at that time it was like 2,000, but still 10,000 and just you know one is, is sad enough 
But yet we have 10,000, over 10,000 now that have died from coronavirus. And I will bring up again, but you know how many died in abortion? So 10,000 will be a week as far as the numbers of, of abortions. We're talking about over 2,000 that innocent children that die every day because of abortion. And yet, like I said, these same people out here that are wanting to make sure that of all things, make sure that this is available during this time. I mean, evil, honestly, evil just never takes a day off. And this is a, and a glaring example of that. Uh, I mean, it saddens me really not only with this, but just with everything else that people are, you know, so many will freely give up their freedoms with no fuss just for some false sense of security. Really? And, you know, I mean, that was a lot of F words right there. And I tell you with everything that is going on, if this was like 15 years ago, I'll probably be using another F word that will be flying out of my mouth. Hello, this is Brian Bledsoe, host of Trend Chat, also contributor at Politichicks.com. Here to tell you about the new book called Politichicks, A Clearing Call to Political Activism, with over 300 pages from contributors like myself, talking about topics such as education, social issues, healthcare, the Second Amendment, and of course, activism. I encourage you all to check it out at Politichicks.com, and is also available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to Trend Chat. Chat is proud to be a part of the hashtag Life Tribe or Culture of Life as they seek to celebrate life through the world of fashion. Go to col1972.com and get 10% off your purchase when you enter the code TRENDCHAT. Alright, so um, <laughs> um, I forgot to mention who we have on this episode. So we'll have actress, homeschool advocate, author, Sam Sorbo with us. And actually, we're about to play that right now. So now, luckily, you have seen the title of this episode and you would know. But yes, I I think I failed to mention who we'll have on, on, on this episode. But without further ado, we're going to get to our interview with Sam Sobo and we're going to talk about with everything that's going on and schools being closed right so we're going to have Sam on to talk about to try to help people that are all of a sudden homeschool parents so again here's our interview with Sam hello this is Trent Chat and with these unprecedented times we're in 
many parents have been thrust into the idea of homeschooling their children. So, activist, author, homeschooling advocate, nationally syndicated host Sam Sorbo, and the Texas Home School Coalition have teamed up to launch a emergency website in response to COVID-19 with free daily lesson plans for parents at home. And we're glad to have her on to tell us about it. So welcome to the program, Sam. Thank you so much. What can I tell you? All right. So I know homeschooling exists, but I don't know anything <laughs> about homeschooling. And so, but this particular program that you're doing uh, along with the Texas Homeschool Coalition. So just tell us about, tell us about that. Yeah. Well, first of all, let me say, you and most of the rest of the country are in the same boat on this because all of a sudden we're all accidental homeschoolers. Not 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 all of us. I'm not anymore. But, uh, you know, the homeschool community is the minority here. But the good news is that it's, it's not as hard as you think, and it's more rewarding than you could ever dream. And for that reason, uh, THSC and I joined forces to create the uh, coronavirushomeschooling.com website, which is a website that will come alongside you and support you and encourage you and give you the tools and the resources that you need to get the job done. So currently we've got K through 5 up on the website. It is entirely free. And you can download lesson plans. You can download uh, daily. Every day we come out with a new lesson plan. You download it for your child. And in this way, you can become your child's teacher. Um, and I want to point out to people, you know, a lot of people think, oh, my gosh, I can't stand at a blackboard all day long. It's not an all-day thing. For children, under the, for children younger than uh, in, the, in the elementary years, say, up to sixth grade, it's maybe three hours a day of actual schoolwork for them. And that means that it's maybe an hour out of your day. And it's not one solid hour. It's a little bit of here and a little bit of time there. And you're just helping them along. You're showing them the ropes a little bit. And then you send them on their way to do the work. And then you look at the work and you correct them. And then you give them some more work. And so it's really just sort of a joint effort to encourage the child in, in, in their innate curiosity and their desire to learn. Um, we really should not be approaching this with as much trepidation as we have. But I will say that I think that, you know, we all I, – I, look, I wrote a book called Bare Your Kids, An Inspirational Journey from Self-Doubter to Homeschool Advocate. I myself was extremely doubtful that I could do this. But I, I was in a position where I felt like I really had no choice but to try. And I'm so grateful that I did because it's just not that hard. And um, and then as uh, the more I did, the longer I homeschooled, and it's been over a decade now for me, the more I realized that I had been brainwashed to think that I was incapable and that the schools are very adept at, at teaching us that we are not capable of doing anything that we haven't been formally instructed on. But the opposite is actually true. We're very good at doing things that we have no formal education in. And so I'm, I'm here to encourage parents. I want them to go to the website, coronavirushomeschooling.com, and um, they can check out my website as well, samsorbo.com. I'm putting videos up every day to encourage parents to take this journey and, and discover more about themselves than they ever knew before and more about their children. 
um, as far as you just mentioning the schools and, you know, not wanting to encourage parents, because I, I saw a post um, from, I don't know, I forgot where they were from, but it was explicitly telling parents to not homeschool their kids. And I was, when I saw that, I was like, it seems like they don't want to, you know, lose that power from having those kids in, in school. And they don't want the parents to have to be empowered to even consider homeschooling their kids. Uh, well, you know, I'm, I, I don't want to have idle conjecture about that, but it does seem a little bit um, suspicious to me that we're not seeing a bunch of articles in the mainstream media about about home education. We're seeing, I mean, I, I've seen an article that um, the kids are going to be set back. A whole generation is going to be set back on their education because of COVID-19. And I've seen articles like, I refuse to homeschool is some kind of op-ed in the New York Times. But what hmm. I'm failing to see is is the mainstream media encouraging parents to do right by their kids right now despite the fact that they have they really don't have a choice like the parents are 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 struggling and i don't see the mainstream media being at all supportive in fact i'm seeing more negativity and that makes me sad um but at the same time i haven't seen a lot from the schools now i know that public schools have now uh, a number of them have gotten online but i've seen so many of them that are just like nope we'll call you don't call us when we get this figured out we'll send you some curriculum and I mean, aren't they at all concerned? <laughs> it's kind of weird to me. Yeah, it seems like there is some hostility, actually, um, even before all this towards homeschooling. Now that people are almost kind of were forced to kind of consider it, and it seems like, as you were saying, uh, you know, mainstream media definitely don't want to um, make a make a point about this because they really don't. They never did really cared much for homeschooling because they they were such advocates for public schooling and this time has has shown parents who were thinking about this before or maybe some that weren't even thinking about it at all to consider doing this even after this is over well that's what i'm I, frankly that's what i'm hoping is that these um that that there will be a number of parents who discover the joy of homeschooling and how easy it is and, and, okay, let's, let's not, uh, I don't mean to mince words here. It's not like, it's not like easy, easy. It's just, it's not nearly as hard as sending your child to school and doing homework with that child at the end of the day when everybody's tired and cranky and hungry. That's the hard way to homeschool. And yet parents do it every day thinking that they, that they have to because the school demands that of them. And then the parents, at the same time, lose authority in their own home because they're performing to the beat of the school, and then they wonder why their kids talk back to them. I'm just saying homeschooling is the easier it's the easier way forward, and it's just not as as hard as as it's made out to be. And I don't know that's maybe job security for you know our educational institutions or something, but um, but that's really neither here nor there. The the fact is. Homeschooling, if you're, if you're at all concerned about the education of your child, well, let's talk about the track record. Homeschoolers have a 30 to 35% better score on average on academic achievement tests 
than school, than uh, kids who graduate or who are in, enrolled in uh, public school. And our public schools are simply getting worse. And now with Common Core, they're even worse. I mean, let's face it, we spend probably more, I think we spend more per capita on education per student um, than maybe one or two countries, uh, one or two other countries in the world. I think, I think Switzerland has us beat on per capita uh, cost for our education. And yet, we're 27th in the world. So what do we have to show for that? I mean, somebody's making some money, but it's, it's nope. not the kids and it's not the teachers, right? Yeah. You know what? For whoever that's listening to this interview right now, and maybe they are considering, you know, with, you know, going along with homeschooling and many others that maybe are thinking about it, like what would a first-time home homeschool parents, what would they expect? What what are like the do's and don'ts that they should be looking for if they're looking to go down this path? The do's and don'ts? That's so funny yes. because I just did a video called The Do's and Don'ts of Homeschooling. Uh-huh. <laughs> Pretty funny. Um, so, so first of all, let me just say, go to samsorbo.com and you will see my videos. I'm putting one up. I'm putting actually more than one up every day. So there are a ton there. And I'm just covering all the different aspects of homeschool um, in short form and in longer form for people who want to go in depth. Um, the, the do's and don'ts, don't recreate the school in your home. Don't do that. The schools aren't getting the job done, so there's no reason to try to emulate them. Don't put a blackboard on the wall. Don't have your children sit at desks. Um, and do pay attention to how your children learn best. So there are there are children who learn best while they're jumping up and down. I know it sounds strange to most people, but those children don't thrive in a traditional school setting because they need the kinetic energy. They need to get that energy going in order to really comprehend what's going on. And um, and there are kids who learn better with the radio on. I personally don't. I can't stand to have any kind of music playing because I find it so distracting. But other kids, they thrive on that. So. Uh, or other people, I should say. Um, so uh, the idea that our education system is really a one-size-fits-all just sort of flies in the face of what we what we know to be true. You know, people are unique individuals, and here you have an opportunity to to take on uh, the education of your child and treat that child as a unique individual, uh, an individual that you love. And I would say, you know, go go at it with uh, with a heart of joy, and um, um, and have fun while you're doing it. And then the final don't is don't stress too much. That's why when we send people to coronavirushomeschooling.com, the first thing that you see on there is, don't worry, you've got this, and we can help. You know, uh, you can get this done. You you can totally handle this. It is not beyond you. Especially, you know, I have parents who. They graduated high school, okay, and they don't feel adequate to teaching a third grader. And I look at them and I go, but you graduated high school. Yeah, yeah, but I, don't, I still don't know how. And I'm going, what's the hard part of it? You teach them a little bit of math. You teach them a little bit of reading. By the way, all the answers are in the book. So if you want to talk even algebra or calculus, all you have to do is turn back two pages and you've got the answers worked out for you on how to do it, the books have all the answers, but we don't learn that when we go to school and it's spoon-fed to us by a teacher at a blackboard. Yeah, I know for me personally, um, I, 
as far as music, I, I like something maybe a little classical music in the background or or something <laughs> instrumental. And, and, and anything sure. that doesn't, long as it doesn't have you know people talking, I'm I'm fine. But you know, but I would prefer to have a little yep. music in the background. That's that's how I am, but I just I just stopped listening to music uh, because it, it just became too much of a hassle. But it's the words that really distract me. So you're right there. Yeah. Um, now. Yeah. Oh, so, go, ahead. go ahead. Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, I you know, I I just did a video on the different styles of learning and the different styles of homeschool. So the, the another thing that parents ought to understand is there are many different ways to homeschool, and one of them. And I, I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to advertise for this, but one of them is called unschooling, where you don't do anything. You allow the child to educate himself. You just basically provide opportunities for the child to research. And there's a, there's a, actually a, a really well, well viewed TED talk by a 13 year old physicist who calls it hacking his education. And so he just goes where he wants, basically, on the Internet to learn what he wants to learn. He happens to want to learn nuclear physics or whatever. Uh, you know, so, so my point is that there, there it runs the whole gamut because children are individuals and they're unique. And so this is an opportunity for you to get to know your kids better, get to know your family better, bring the family together. Let's find the silver lining in this cloud that we're calling COVID-19 and um, and do it together as a family. I think that, I think this is a fantastic opportunity. Now with um with the classes and the lesson plans and all that, uh, when it comes to I guess accreditation, like like I, like I mentioned in the beginning, I don't know as far as what what happens as far as with homeschooling and how is that as far as you know getting your grades and the diplomas and all that so is there some sort of accreditation that you have to go through for this or what well okay so homeschooling is legal in all 50 states in the united states and of course it's legal now because mm -hmm. um, i mean it was legal before but i'm just saying of course it's legal now because now it's a, a directive from uh you know all the way up but yeah. um every state if you if you choose to so so right now, I think this is just sort of a grace period. Don't worry about any of the state requirements because if you're enrolled, if you were enrolled in school this year, you're still enrolled. Um, this fall, however, if you choose to, and I and I certainly hope you do, give it a try, which is what I did. I only went to homeschool for that fall semester. I said to my husband, I just have to try it because I think even if I fail, I'll do better than the school. And that's how low the bar, I felt the bar was set. And I'm telling you, that's how low the bar is. So so mm. if you choose to try it this fall, then you need to go online. And we have resources at um, uh, at coronavirushomeschooling.com. There are resources there for you to research what the parameters are that are in your state. Some states do require testing. Some states don't. Some states require, I think they all Actually, I'm not sure, but some states require you to register. Um, I, I know in California, I had to uh, I had to basically create a school and register it, or you can go under a school that um, that's already established. But I don't recommend going to K-12 because the the K-12 curriculum is the Common Core curriculum, and if you read my book, there your kids, you'll see I, I poke a lot of holes in that curriculum. 
That was the the ninth overall of our of our education system in less than 30 years. So one every three years, each one purporting to to be the 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 fix for the system. None of them succeeding, but somebody succeeded at making a lot of money because Common Core and the rest of them were all very expensive. Required the schools to buy brand new textbooks, and by the way, they didn't even test Common Core before they implemented it. And by the way, the, the kids are doing worse on the standardized test than they were doing before Common Core. And oh, can I just say, what parent doesn't want their child to be common? I mean, it's even in the name. Why, why we wouldn't be more suspicious of Common Core is beyond me. <laughs> yeah. I know, um, well, I know for people that may be just kind of wondering, um, with that aspect as well, as far as what would they have to do and all that. So, but as you said, given all the, the times that we're in right now, that's kind of something not <laughs> you don't have to really worry about at this particular moment. It's just about no, really right just now. getting getting started. You know, just get started at least. But you know give what? It a if, shot. I mean, if they're yeah, just give it a shot. And if you're at all curious, just go to coronavirushomeschooling.com. At the bottom, if you just keep scrolling down, there's a find out about your state, and you can check it out and see what would I have to do. And and I encourage you. You know, <clears throat> you have an opportunity here. Try it on like you try on a new coat. Say, okay, I'm a homeschooler now. What does that look like? Well, I'll tell you this. For me, it looked like not getting out of my PJs until later in the day because I didn't have to drive anybody to school and I didn't have to make any lunches and I didn't have to scream at my kids to get their shoes and socks on because they were going to be late and I didn't have to sit in the pickup line to pick up the kids after school and, and, and. And as you start to go through all of the things that you're not having to do. You know, my parent-teacher conferences were in the bathroom mirror. Um, <laughs> it, it, there's, there's a lot of joy to be found in this. So, um, yeah, we're, we're, in, we're in a hard time right now. Um, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of panic. But there's also some good to be found. And so I, I really urge people to find the good and, and focus on that um, while we're getting through this. And we will get through this. And I know you you mentioned your books, um, or well, at least one of them. So, I mean, what are the books that you have out, and or your most recent one? And tell us about those. Sure. So, so the book that I wrote about homeschooling is called "They're Your Kids: An Inspirational Journey from Self Doubt to Homeschool Advocate." It's available at my website, samsorbo.com. It's also sold on Amazon, of course. But go to my website instead. Um, and then uh, after that, I did a, a a school year devotional for families. So the schools initially were developed, our public school system, the, the, the reason that we were saying, okay, we need public schools, were to teach virtue. Um, because if you don't have a virtuous society, then ain't, ain't no, there, there's no amount of laws that are going to keep people, uh, you know, uh, uh, good, right? You can't make people good. Um, yeah. And the law certainly, the law is, is the after effect, right, after you've been not good. Um, and so we wanted to, to uh, teach people virtue. The problem is then we took the Bible and all of that out of our education system, and so now we're just teaching people to just do whatever they feel like, which is it runs counter to our, our culture and our ethics, um, and it's a little bit dangerous frankly. And so I decided to write this devotional. Um, it goes through all the, it goes through uh, 35 godly characteristics 
um, actually 70 because it's, it's two per week. Um, so I've got bold, boldness and fearlessness, virtue and moral excellence, attentiveness and dedication, obedience and devotion. Um, and it's just a, it's just a devotional that you can do with your family. And then every week there's also an annotations page where you can write down things that your kids say because I found that my kids, when, when they were younger certainly, they said the most amazing things and I, and I kept a journal of it and it's so much fun to go back and remember the times that they said these incredible things that they came out with. Um, so I've got those two books up at samsorber.com. And then my husband and I just came out with a book on Valentine's Day called True Faith, Embracing Adversity to Live in God's Light, which is strangely very uh, appropriate for these times. Um, talks about how faith can get you through uh, difficulty. Okay. Now, I, I know you mentioned the, the website uh, a, a number of times, but if people want to connect with, on social media or anywhere else, where would it go? So for for me, for social media, it's the official Sam Sorbo Facebook page. Um, I have a live broadcast Saturday morning at 9, and you're more than invited, more than welcome to join me there. Um, the the Facebook page for coronavirushomeschooling.com, the link is up there. And um, they have a very vibrant community. They have lots of resources and lots of uh, people standing by to answer questions and, and help people embark on this uh, journey. It is a journey, raising children, and we should approach it that way. And, uh, you know, you asked me about do's and don'ts, and I, I would stress that one of the don'ts is, is don't overstress this. This is, a, this is a season of life. This is a short-term period in your life. So try it. With, with all that you have, try to make the most of it, and uh, you may be supri- surprised by the results. All right. Sam, thank you so much for your time, and we hope to have you on again soon. You're very kind. Thank you so much. It was fun. What's going on, folks? This is Colin Noir, and you're listening to Trend Chat. Here at Trench Hat, we are proud to be part of the 1776 Militia. Check out 1776united.com. They have a wide array of clothing, hats, shirts, art, and more that is fiercely patriotic and stylish to match. Go to 1776united.com, and if you put in the code Trench Hat, you get 20% off your first purchase. Again, 1776united.com, put in the code Trench Hat for 20% off. All right, thanks Sam for joining us, and yeah, so definitely to all of those parents out there that are maybe or don't know what to do as far as education goes, and hopefully that will be something you can take advantage of, and hopefully after trying it out, maybe you may want to continue doing it after all this is over. So, um, so yeah, get them. Get them a shot. Check them out. And I know, well, next week I can say what, you know, our next guest, because we've already recorded it. So, so we're, we're going to have a expert and, you know, cause y'all been hearing me talking about this, you know, coronavirus and all that. 
And look, like I said, when I talked about stocks or whatever, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm also not a doctor either. So <laughs> shock. I know. I, I mean, <laughs> I know. But we're actually going to have a doctor on next week and we're going to talk about, you know, coronavirus and also going to talk about his company that specialize in telemedicine, which especially when you're trying to social distance (laughs) um, away from everyone, having an option to where you don't have to be around people as, as much and still get, you know, quality healthcare sounds like a great deal. So we're going to talk with Dr. Jonathan Ball next week and we'll talk about that and that'll be on next week so that's in a this episode for the because i'm gonna be quite honest with you um i'm in texas right now and i am recording in 90 degree heat in the back of my truck and i am sweating so yeah i need to cut this episode off <laughs> pretty soon before i um pass out so <laughs> Because I, I don't want the truck running in the background. I, look, when it get later in the summer, I'm just going to have to just... Ha, you, you're just going to have to hear it <laughs> when it gets in 100 degrees. But right now, I know I could do a couple of minutes before I, you know, this truck turned to a sauna. But, um, yeah, so appreciate, you know, appreciate everyone listening. We're on most popular podcast outlets so check us out on itunes uh, google play iHeartRadio, or trendchat247.com just i appreciate everyone listening like share subscribe spread it around do all that and let's continue to grow this this show so again thanks for joining us facebook instagram twitter snapchat tiktok at trendchat247 so Until next week, we'll chat with you later. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. 
Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.